from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You okay over there? Yeah, you? Ow, my beard just got caught in my microphone. I pulled out like five hair. Oh, <laughs> damn. I trimmed that up. You know when it's so long that it gets caught in things? Yeah. You ever been there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeez. Shut up, Shem. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Damn. I used, to, I used to have that. Did you ever have that when you had long hair? What? The hair just falls out? No, like, like it would everywhere? just get caught in things. Like you'd like sit on something and you didn't realize it was wrapping around it on the back. And then you'd like go to stand up and you'd. Yeah. The worst was when if I, uh, the days where I had, where I washed my hair, like with shampoo and conditioner or whatever. Yeah. Super silky. Yeah. And, uh, but like the hair would just like, sometimes it would fall out like yeah. at the bottom of the tub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I remember like when I had long hair. Mm. If I was like on a road trip or something like that, and then I remember I put my head on the side of the window to fall asleep, but because of all the bouncing and like oh, highways and country yeah. roads, my hair got wrapped up in that that top buckle of the seatbelt, like huh. the the clip Worse. on the top, and I had to get a friend to help me untangle my hair out of the out of the seatbelt. Or sometimes when I wear like a snapback and I put the ponytail. Oh, uh, you through. put the ponytail through? Yeah, like a tennis player? Like a ladies tennis player? Sorry, like a ladies tennis player? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah. like a mom who golfs? You, totally. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you did that? I did that. You put it through the hole? Yeah. Now, when when you Shut up, Shan. Wait a second. Hold on. I need to know. I need cuz I never did that. Yeah, right? I did. I never did that. Uh-huh. I like actively like so when you would do that, when you would put your hair in a ponytail, uh-huh. explain this to me, is do you- Not put- all the time. It wasn't like all the time. Okay, that's fine. Like, Once I, I, a- don't get it twisted. This isn't like an everyday okay. occurrence. I know where, you know, I wear ball caps every day, but like the ponytail through the snapback hoop wasn't- Every single time. Once is enough. So when you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So when you did it, did you put the hat on with the snapback undone and then loop the snapback underneath the ponytail and do it up? Or did you keep the snapback done up, reach around, grab the ponytail, fish it through, put the hat on? Number two. Number two. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Good technique. Yeah. Did you ever use a scrunchie or just straight up elastics? No, just hair elastics. Just hair elastics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever find a long piece of your own hair in your bum? No. You've never done that? No. That was one of the things with me when I had long hair. In your bum? In my bum. Like sometimes I- Like not in the crack? No. Like sometimes I would be in the shower. <laughs> yeah. You never had that? No. Come on. I swear. Really? Where you're just like showering and you can like when you're washing back there and you feel and then you grab a hair and you pull the hair, right? It's coming out of your and butt. It's coming. <laughs> it feels like it anyway. No. I don't know if it's actually in your bum. No. Like I felt like but you long never... strands like on my shoulder no, 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 or whatever. No, not the shoulder. That's natural. Uh-huh. But you've never had one like no, where you sir. pulled it, where you were in the shower and you pulled it and it literally felt like it was coming out your bump. No, I I'm I think that all long haired people do, like experience that. No. I think it's inevitable, and I don't know how it gets there. Whether it's like it makes its way in or it makes its way through or whatever it is, but that used to happen frequently with me. No, no, Mm-mm. interesting. 
Like every day frequently? No, not every day. I mean, I wouldn't know because I didn't shower every day. <laughs> <laughs> the days that you did shower. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Tina. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> what do you got going on over there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is there background noise? I'm sorry. No, oh, just, that's yeah. okay. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. What is your question? Okay. Um... So I've been listening to you guys since the beginning, since before the Rosamoka. I've been listening to kids like oh my whole life basically. Okay. Um and so this question is for Roz. Um in the recent uh podcast, like for the past month or so, um I've been finding Roz to be more uh loose and <laughs> easygoing. So my question was has he started soaking meat or taking edibles recently or something? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You think he's, like, happier, a little more relaxed? Like, what's the vibe that you get from him now? Yeah, I just, I've always loved the chemistry between uh, Roz and Maury. Um, that's actually what really pushed me into the show, because I was just like, oh, poor Maury. <laughs> And I just feel like he jokes around with Maury a lot more than teasing, and he's just a lot more easygoing when it comes to, like, jokes and just everything. Like, Mocha, you're always laughing. You're always in a great mood. Whereas Ross is, like, well, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. Ross yeah, is Ross. So, Ross is Ross. And, uh, yeah, I just, I find, like, he's a lot more happier and laughing and easygoing. And just, yeah. So, Ross, <laughs> Are you smoking weed? Are you taking edibles? No. Okay. No. But it, I'm. I I find it interesting that you think that I'm. I'm a lot more chill and, and easygoing these days. I don't know. I there's no real explanation for it. I Is don't, it because I don't know. you're getting excited know. for the upcoming wedding? No. That's what I was thinking. Oh, oh on, Jesus. I'm, I'm, Why would you not be excited? <laughs> like, no, but I am excited. But that's not the reason I'm chill. Like. <laughs> For God's sakes. Okay. Or is it because for a long time you had been so focused on writing the memoir? So you were kind of like your mind yeah. was in that world along with working here. And at the time you were still working at ET Canada. Yeah. Right? That may that may have something to, to do with it. Uh, but I don't feel any more chill. You know, like I'm not. I, I, I like to me. This is news to me. Oh, okay. Well, you saying that I sound sort of more chill, or like that I'm smoking weed or edibles. Like I, to me, I don't feel any different. Okay. Like I still feel all tense and <laughs> wound up. And yeah. like, I got gotcha. you. Like I, I shut up, Morris. <laughs> yeah. Just ready to explode. Yeah. Like I do. I still feel like I'm ready to explode all the time now. Uh, that, if that doesn't, and if that doesn't translate, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe maybe people prefer listening when I sound a little bit more chill. I don't I don't know. I certainly don't feel that way though. And even talking about this, like it makes me angry when somebody accuses me of being chill. Like I don't I don't like it. Right? Like I don't I don't like when somebody gets me wrong. Right? Like it bothers me. And for you, and then to just be like, hey, are you smoking weed or doing edibles? Yeah. Right? Like there could be nothing else. Right? Like I have to medicate myself in order to be a regular person like that's immediately where your head goes and then i start getting like real super pissed off yeah. right and i'm gonna think about this for a week now good luck guys yeah. 
Have fun with I, that. I knew this is the road we were going to go down <laughs> as soon as Tina asked. That's why I said when I posted it, it was supposed to be a joke. Well, yeah. guess what? Ha ha, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, thank you for your question yeah. for everybody. Thank you for listening to the Razamoka show. I'm itchy uh, now. I'm itchy. Like, I'm, so, I, I am, I'm, so, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Like I'm itchy. Uh, Tina, we love you. Before we let you go between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, always has been and always will be Roz. Oh, we well, got a weird way of showing it, lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you're kind of just like, I love your advice. It's always just like uh-huh. the fatherly advice that I've oh, never Shut up, okay? <laughs> I don't want to be your dad. Okay, I'm no, I'm okay. I'm not your dad, okay? <laughs> Okay, okay. Tina, you're the best. Thank you. Bye. Love you, Tina. Thank you. Love you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Question for you. If one piece of bread is moldy, do you throw out the whole loaf? No. Yes. Mm, depends where on the bread. Like, what part of the loaf? Is it one of the end pieces? Like, let's say you open the bag and the first piece you see is moldy. Yeah, but it's in the bag. It's like the mold is no. breathing in there. I'll still, I'll, I'll still go to the middle. You will, huh? Yeah. Would you? I know, like, if my wife were standing there, yeah, and if she saw, right. that loaf is gone. Okay. If it's me, yeah, I'm going to use what I can. Okay. Because I work hard for my money and I'm going to pay for it. I know, but it's mold. Okay. okay. So I want to play you. I want to play you though. this. I want to play you this. This is an argument between two dudes. Uh, I, I think that I found this on, I think it was like bar stools. I think one of the guys might be like Twitter famous or something. I don't know his name though, but they're hysterical. So this is a fight between two friends where they're standing in the kitchen and one friend was about to make lunch mm. and the other friend threw out the whole loaf of bread because one piece was moldy. And this is the disagreement between these two philosophies. And this, first of all, I, the bread me. was moldy. I threw the bread away because it was moldy. Who the f***? You get too much money. You bread away for it. ain't hit anything. It was moving. If any slice don't get touched, you don't hit anything. This is like if the knife hit them, hit, hit some bread. You don't throw the whole bag, for uh, the whole loaf of bread away. That's what, you get the that's what we do in my house. Count if it don't fucking bread is moldy. You throw the fucking bread away. He wanted to make peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He bitch about me throwing bread away. And then he want to eat big bread on the prison truck. Get the fuck out of here, man. Go get some fucking bread. Why, why, right around the corner. Oh my God. But I don't want to get up and go somewhere when I was chilling. I already had my plan. I'm going to make me two, three PBJs, slice them, eat a little chips on the side. It was molded, dog. The whole loaf was molded, man. It was not molded. It was some slice at the top molded. You throw the whole loaf away. You take them, you throw the You don't do that. You was raised there. Man, Jackie would have threw that shit away. You ain't for that fucking mother, Jackie. Oh my God. He ain't never eat no molded bread. Wow. Okay. Passion. Did they throw it away? Okay. So he uh, threw it away. He threw it away. So I'm th- I, I'm with you, Mocha. If it's the 
first piece, oh, I the know. first slice. But but then you but you have to like it would take you literally two seconds to go online and realize what happens to mold inside a sealed sort of plastic bag. That's what where, I said. It's breathing. Where in it's there. just like it's not like like if, if there's mold on one, there is mold on all. It just may not be moldy. Mm. So so if just I throw the whole bag away, right, Shem? No, no, I grew up in a Guyanese household. Yeah, that, thank you. Are you kidding me? That, I, that loaf is being eaten. Yo, if I, that was my, like, growing up, what? my dad would pick up the slice of bread that yeah. had the mold on it yeah. and just tear that piece off exactly. and toss I've, it. I've done that. I've cut the mold off a piece that was moldy and just threw it in the toaster. Yeah. Exactly. Thinking Ooh. that the heat from the toaster would kill whatever I might have missed. Sure. And guess what? You're still right? here to tell the tale. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Right? Super healthy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Ronza Mocha. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. What's your name? It's Lena. We've spoken before. Lena just texted Ross, and you are going to love this. Okay. This is like right up your alley. <laughs> Hater to you, <laughs> sir. Hit me. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a, a dream last night about oh, you, Oh, God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I know it's been a while. As we all know, Ross loves <laughs> oh. hearing about other people's dreams. Go no. ahead, Lena. Exactly. What happened? Okay. Okay. So I actually was at Ikea and picking up items. So I dreamt I was at Ikea again, uh-huh. and I was loading up my truck um, with the stuff I bought. Uh-huh. And then Roz out of nowhere comes to me, and he's like, hey, do you need help with that? And I'm like, huh, where'd you come from? But then you notice I have a portable smoker that we take camping all the time, and you were asking, started asking questions, and then we ended up talking about food for, like, hours and hours, and I woke up. <laughs> God, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> you think you can catch all, Ross first of all, at Ikea asking people if they need help loading stuff into their vehicle? I was just going to say, like, this is so weird. Like, that, that, that is like somebody would be like, you know, hey, can you give me a hand with this? Where I would literally say, in your dreams. <laughs> That's the only time it'll happen. There you go. Ross seems like the type of person that if someone, like if he saw someone like struggling to put an item into a vehicle, Mm -hmm. you would not get out to help, but you would sit there and watch to see how the situation played out. Oh, Oh, I wasn't struggling. I was just kind of like, you know, putting my stuff in and Ross was like, hey, you want help? And I'm like, what the heck did you even come from? No, and I'll tell you, I'm always hesitant to do stuff like that anyway, because I think that like if you were a woman, even though it's Ikea and it's busy and stuff like this, like if I, me, looking the way that I do and as tall as I am and everything else, and I come up to you and I'm like, hey, do you want, do you want some help with that? I I will automatically assume that the woman thinks that I'm going to like Buffalo Biller. Right, <laughs> where I'm like you're suddenly like I'm a kidnapper, uh-huh. right? Like I, I I'm, I'm I'm not actually trying to help you. I'm trying right. to abduct you. Right. So I don't do it. I don't put myself in those situations. Right. I don't want to get maced at IKEA. <laughs> right. No thanks, predator. Yeah. <laughs> Keep moving, move along. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's amazing, Lena. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, well, well. Welcome to it, y'all. Payday. Is it? Sure is. Whoo. What are you gonna do with all your money, Maury? Um, well. What's the first gone. what's the first thing you should do with all your money? Well, automatic stuff already comes out. 
Okay, that's good. What's, auto- what's automatic stuff? That's called automatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mortgage payment, loan payment, um, and then the insurance payment. Bro, that loan from six years ago? Yeah, man. Mortgage payment. Still? Yeah. Okay, so your mortgage payment comes out. Mortgage, loan. Loan. Um, how, much is your, how much is your loan payment? Uh, every paycheck, it's 150 Okay. Bro, you're just paying. That's like pesos on your paycheck, though, more. You're only paying yeah. the interest, then. Yeah, well, th- I need some money left over for me. Okay. So. How much is your mortgage payment? Uh, every pay, it's $750. Okay, so you are now, like, what, $900 in? And then, so what's the what's the insurance thing that you said? Um, car and home. And which is? Together, it's 180 Okay, so you're still, like, maybe floating around $1,000? Then why does it all just disappear? I don't know, man. I don't know. Look at that big ass chocolate bar you brought today. I don't know. Some of it's there. I don't know. You should have. You should. Have, you should have lots of money, man. Like you'd think. No, you. You should. It's not a matter of opinion. It's like, I don't know what you do with it. And no one does. No, you do. You do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And um, and uh, eighty dollars um each week for the food box. Okay. So that's food. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a normal expense that people have. Yes. Is food. Yes. So right. I have no... Oh, and then Uber Eats. Yeah, and then we're good. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That adds up. Yeah. Does, Open your Uber man. Eats and bring your phone over here. Yeah. No I, t- I had to take an Uber yesterday. Mm-hmm. My truck. Oh, my God. I had, like, it started leaking something. Oil. What, what color no, was it? it was from... The, it was like rear differential fluid or something like that. I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, so I bring it in and then I'm just like, all this other stuff needed to be done to it. <laughs> Pads Isn't and, that the best? But they're like, we also oh, found. God, man, it was just stuff I was avoiding. So like two thousand dollars later, I'm just oh, like, oh, boy. for God's sake! Yeah, I needed it though. It was making all sorts of terrible sounds, and so it's running. Oh great my now. God! Damn it, Maury has three orders in a row from Jack Astor's. The stuff's good. It is good. No, I it know. Is good. How but much? All, what's your order cost, Maury, from Jack Astor's? Oh, you want to know? Yeah, Mocha can tell you. Oh my God! Is this for one person? Is this just for you? No, I always order for myself and my man. Oh wow! Yeah, my man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay. the very first thing on here, yes, one side of beef gravy. <laughs> oh, best, <What>? best, <laughs> best. Yeah, one Thai sesame chicken stir fry. Oh, okay, that sounds expensive. Place like Jackass. Substitute crispy fried chicken. <laughs> oh okay. no, no grilled for me. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to click on the tab under the order that says "Show More" because yeah. it will show oh yeah, was added Thank to change. Thank you. Right? Uh, one order of Hunter's chicken. What's that? Show more. Show more. Add garlic pan bread for seven dollars and ninety four cents. Have you had oh, moist <laughs> bread? Add. <laughs> A side of gravy, please. <laughs> May I remind you, the oh, very so first item on this thing was a side order of beef gravy you already. Two <laughs> okay. Two ginger ales. Mm. One chocolate peanut butter cheesecake. Which we forgot in the fridge for three days. For a grand total of $91.93. Let me tell you the crazy thing with you more is that when you post pictures of what you eat, like when you look at your social media, vegan black bean tacos tonight, right? (laughs) Because that's what I made. Okay. And then, but, but what you don't post is 
uh, can I substitute the fried chicken and make it double gravy? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't post that order. Uh, The night before that order was also from Jack Astor's. No! Yes! Oh, he was hungry. Two sauced and tossed chicken fingers and fries. Mm. Chicken fingers and fries are the best, by the way. Jack Astor's. They are the best. Two ginger ales. Okay, that was the night before. You ordered, you're in ginger ale from Jack Astor's? Buy ginger ale at the store. <laughs> I guess we Why are you ordering? How much are they charging for, for a can of ginger ale? Like $2.50? With delivery and everything else? That's like that, a four, by the way. That's a $4 can of ginger ale. That, by the way, was a $59 Oh, more. You're $150 in two days. At Jack Astor's. At Jack Astor's. That's so good. With that gravy. $50 in two days. Well, I got oh. some fruit for you if you'd Thank like, you know. You. But I'm good. I'm full. I had a Kit Kat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a lot of money, man. No wonder you're broke. Not to mention the day before, sorry, the week before. Yeah. Maury ordered back to back again from other places. One spot was $67. Oh, Maury. The very next night was an order for $61. Are you like $500 a month on Uber Eats? Close to it, I would say. I mean, give or take. No, I would say close to it, right? Yeah, sure. Damn. Probably more, I would say. That's why I go in the red. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Yeah. Last thing Hit I'm going to read. Hit me. I can't believe you did this. Hit me. What did I do now? Yeah. Maury ordered from the place, I believe this is across the street or down the street from your condo. Wahlburgers? No. For a total of $6.86. Maury Sherman. Two cans of A&W root beer. Maury Sherman. <laughs> Maury Sherman. But I could explain. No. There okay. is no explanation why you would order two cans of root beer on Uber Eats. For $7. <laughs> what the hell? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, here we are on the eve of night one of WrestleMania 39. Shem, the wrestling group chat is going to go bananas tomorrow Mm -hmm. and on Sunday as well. Sunday night, WrestleMania Sunday night is the only Sunday night of the entire year that I stay awake way past my bedtime. That's true. (laughs) It's the only thing that keeps me awake. Yeah. What has WrestleMania finished? Like what's what's it, is it like a ten or an eleven? No, it'll be closer to like midnight. Really? Yeah, it'll, yeah, be, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be like four or five hours each night. That's rude. Um, I just saw on the WWE YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever done this before. Correct me if I'm wrong, Shem, but they released the intro for what is going to be played before night one and night two. They always do this big production piece. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot of stuff I don't think they've ever done. They Like a whole Wheel of Fortune week and everything. Yeah, yeah no, because, you're right. You're because right. Because it's in L.A. It, it, it's, yeah. it's labeled as yes. um, Hollywood. WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. Yeah. And there's a very familiar voice that you'll hear. And he appears in this video okay. for WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. There's only one person on planet Earth distinguished enough to open WrestleMania goes Hollywood. International man of intrigue. The biggest name with a smaller-than-average frame. Now, hold up, hold up. Voiceover guy. You gonna do me like that? <laughs> read what's on page. Yeah, you know what? You lucky you just voice, or else you'll get the big boot little leg drop. <laughs> the star of WrestleMania Goes Hollywood Cold Open. 
ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Hart. Look, as a master storyteller, I'm here to tell you all the story. A once upon a time in Hollywood story. The stuff of legend with legends. And then it just goes into awesome. like a big montage of all previous like big moments yeah. from WrestleMania. That's kind of dope. In the past. So That's so kinda, got Kevin Hart so there. But I have plans. Guys, I was watching this and what has Shem in like at least the past 5 years. Not maybe not 5, maybe in the last 3 years. What has been universally the biggest prediction the biggest rumor for wrestlemania and they have never come true especially last year um oh god like the rock showing up the rock showing up yeah if they're going to be in hollywood this weekend mm -hmm. and they have kevin hart hosting wrestlemania oh you think he shows up does the rock show up oh don't get me excited if there's any year yeah that the rock shows up to wrestlemania when he's been rumored to be there Last year, the year before, the year before that. Mm. It's going to be this year. It has to be. You think so, huh? Or is that too obvious? I, well, you know that he was rumored to wrestle this year, right, in the main event. And then that didn't happen. So this could be a way to surprise the audience since that's not happening anymore. I don't think that The Rock is going to show up. Well, one to... day ago, he's on a plane leaving L.A., on his Instagram. Yeah, because he's got the XFL season happening right now. Did anybody else know that the XFL is happening right now? <laughs> you know, like, literally the on, his, only, on his Instagram. The right only now. reason I know that about the XFL yeah. is from The Rock's posts. Yeah. Like, I think they're in, like, week six of the XFL. I had no idea. Yes, I had no idea. The, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're in week six. Like yeah, right. But bro. if he, but he, yeah, but he flies, <laughs> he flies all over the place oh, all the time, I mean, right? The, the Rock could have flown to Dublin yesterday, and he could make it back for WrestleMania, yeah. like no problem. Especially on night two, on Sunday yeah. night, oh. got that private G. So if anything's gonna happen, it might be on on Sunday night. Yeah. Or that just might be too obvious. Him showing wishful, up, him showing up, thing. is that good enough, or do you need to see him fight? I think him showing up is good yeah. enough. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, that, I think that that's I think that's realistic. What, like sitting in the stands with a box of popcorn? No, I just come and grabbing the mic. Yeah, and just get on like, the mic. Like, What's up, Hollywood? Chewing out some guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old right. school rock stuff, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Shem, keep that phone Yo, plugged I'm in. Ready, bro. <laughs> ready. It's Sunday. Yes. Wrestling group chat gonna be super lit. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I am well, thank you. How are you? Good. <laughs> Hold on. We got to get to the business first of all, because we haven't done yeah. this in a while. Yeah. Get it off your chest. Oh, wow. Vented moments. This is uh, the part of the show where at any point somebody can call in from the audience. You do not have to give us your name. You do not have to identify yourself in any way. Uh, this is the time to get something off your chest, maybe because it's something you can't say to the people you know or your coworkers. It might be a controversial opinion. Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, but we will give you the platform and our audience to do just that. Vent. So what do you, what do you got? Okay, um, are either of you hot beverage drinkers, like coffee, tea, any other, you know, hot beverages? Yes. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, do either of you watch TV and movies? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm about to ruin things for you. Next time that you're watching TV, my hugest pet peeve, like this is massive for me, is the way actors carry coffee cups. 
Okay. Think about it. Like the, they gesture and they swing their coffee cup around. If you were carrying a steaming hot cup of like Starbucks, Tim Hortons, whatever, would you gesture like that? Wave your arm around? Can you, you burn the crap out of yourself? Can you give us an example of where you've seen oh. this recently that like totally angered you? Not necessarily. Okay. Well, I see it all the time on TV. Like it constantly. The next time you are watching TV, just watch for it. My worst though is like, I, and I've seen this rerun a couple times. It's Castle. Where he hands, I think, what, what was her name, Beckett or whatever, a hot coffee. He's just gotten out of a coffee shop, yeah. hands it to her, gestures like he's burned himself, sucks it off his thing, and then makes a wild gesture. I'm like, dude, are you kidding? You're going to the hospital for third-degree burns at that point. If you, if it was hot enough for you to, like, shake your hand off and lick it off your fingers, like, oh, my God, I've just burned yourself. Why would you make a grand gesture right afterwards? Like, Swinging your arms around, dude, you like, I'm, oh my God. Like, I get why costume people do it so that they don't ruin the costumes. But just do me a favor, put something in the cup, like liquid, any kind of liquid. Put saran wrap on top, then put the coffee cup lid on top. Lady, just, I don't wah! even, know, I don't know who you are, but I have done this exact same vent before. I, I, it drives me absolutely crazy. Ross, Ross, if, Ross. What? Oh. This is not your vented moment. Bro. Let me help. Let me get in on this. I can't. I can't not. I can't not. I'm with you, girl. It drives me when I'm watching something. Yeah. Hold okay. On. Hey, 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 Roz. Roz. Hold on. Yes. Roz Get it off your chest. Uh, welcome okay. to Vented Moments, Ross. Go ahead. Okay, I'm with you. I don't even know who you are, uh. lady, but you and me are the same. When I'm watching a movie, right, could be Marvel, could be whatever, and a big HBO show, who, they spend tens of millions of dollars to make sure every special effect and everything is perfect, yeah. right? And it's on point. And, and they it's, can't put liquid thank you. in a coffee cup. And, you, oh and, and when somebody is carrying an empty Starbucks venti, uh -huh. you can tell it's an empty cup. The way that it's they, you. the way that they, there is nothing in it. At least put water in it. At what? least, but like, oh watching somebody in a hundred million dollar movie walking around with an empty coffee cup with a lid on it that is weightless and you can tell it's weightless is to me like a travesty beyond beyond. You tell him, Ross. A million dollar movie and make Thank it like you. a point of like zero. You couldn't put water in this cup. Thank you. Like, Oh my god! And I get it. Like the costume department freaks out. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't okay, care. No problem. I understand that. Put water in the cup. Just yep. plain water, okay? Preach. And put saran wrap or seal wrap or cling wrap or something on the top, okay. and then put the lid on. I know. I, I know. We're not supposed to ask questions, but my question yes. to you, ma'am, on the phone. Yes. Getting this off of your chest. Do you feel a little bit better? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Roz, do you feel better? I, I don't because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll even do you one better. I've already thought of the solution for this, of to how to, to give a coffee cup in a film uh, that, that sort of the look of where you know somebody is holding something that is weighted. And it's not even fill it with water and put saran wrap over the top of it. It's why don't you have a fridge full of coffee cups that just have jello in them? Oh my God, that's true too. And then they've got the weight to it. And at least when you swing it, 
Thank you know, you. it won't spill. Oh Thank my God, you. you're a genius. Thank you. Like, I know. I've been told that, that before. Like Marvel, like even in the Avengers movies, they all do of like, them. Oh, I hear and you. It burns. Like, oh my God, I'm yeah. just so furious. Yeah. I'm like, why spend millions of dollars and you can't spend like thirty cents on water? Thank you. <laughs> you, you know, and fill a cup. <laughs> you and I should start a Facebook group. <laughs> oh my do God. it! Do it! Oh. Do it, lady! Start that Facebook group, and you now have to invite Roz. And Roz, because you already oh said God. it, you're gonna have to participate. Yes, no problem. Oh my God, Roz I, is my VP. Are you kidding? He's I, the vice president of the group. I have no problem. With that. Thank no you problem so much for joining us today. No problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye. That's my woman right there. <laughs> oh no, Catherine! Yeah. The wedding's up. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Adelaide, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, Roz. How are you? <laughs> Good. You sound stressed. What is going on? Tell everyone why you're here. Oh, my gosh. Did I know owning a puppy was so hard? You would know. Okay. You wrote us this. First of all, talk right into your phone, dude. I don't know. I don't know where it is. It sounds like it's in your armpit. Oh my God. Talk into your phone. Let me see. Let's hear you. All right. All right. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Is it better? Yes. Jesus. Right. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I just got a puppy a week ago, and having to potty train and and having potty train him, he chews the pee pad every time he sniffs it, and it's been hard to get him to stop. So you're having puppy problems, huh? Um. That's right. What yeah. kind of uh, pup did you get? I got a Kavapoo. Okay, and and how old? He's two months. Two months. Okay. Have you uh, done any research whatsoever before getting a puppy? You have read been, anything? Yeah, for like I've been thinking about it for the past year. So I've been watching, just keeping him <laughs> with me. For, yeah, it's only been a week. So. Okay. And they've been telling me to keep him with me. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What are you I, doing I, I, right I now? don't understand what you're saying. It sounds Talk like... Talk right into your phone. The phone is in your <laughs> armpit again. Are you lying okay. down? No, man, I'm up. I just woke up, actually. Okay, where's the phone right now? It's on my bed, right in front of my mouth. Wait a second. Like, you're, the phone is lying down on the bed? Yep, and I'm right in front of it. Okay, pick, are we on pick up the phone? phone. Pick up the phone. It's up. Are we on speakerphone? Yep. Take us off speakerphone. Hey. Oh my god. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk. Okay. Bro. Listen. <laughs> okay. Do you live in a house or a condo? Or apartment? I'm in a house. You're in a house. Okay. okay. So one thing that helped Jenna and I when we got our first dog ten years ago and yeah. then our second dog two years ago, especially at the puppy stage, and this may work for you and help with the pee pad problem, is we were diligent with every two hours taking that dog outside to pee, including overnight uh, for the first, like, week. So it understood when we're outside, you got to take care of business. So I don't know if that would work for you and your situation, uh, just having the puppy for one week. Uh, but to help get it potty trained, every two hours we were up taking that dog out. Even if it was raining outside, even if there was snow outside, we were diligent about every two hours. And then as the days went by after that uh, one or two week period, we kind of increased it by two and a half hours and then three hours and then every four hours until the puppy would 
learn to adapt to being taken out for longer stretches of time uh, without having to pee. Okay. 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 Yeah, Is your dog in a in a crate at all? <laughs> no, he won't stay in the crate. He tends to pee in there too. So. Yeah, because okay. well, you're not taking them out enough. Yeah, dogs are like men, okay? They thrive under structure, discipline, and routine. Okay, okay. Are you are you, are you taking that. the dog out for walks? Like, or, I know the dog, like, just a puppy and, and super yeah, small, but, yeah. like, you know, you can't go out for, like, hour-long walks with it, but are you, like, getting the dog its exercise? Yeah, I take them out, like, two, three times a day, but okay. like, when I talk to people, some people tell me that, it's bad because it's not vaccinated. To keep them inside. Uh, like I'm hearing a lot of different stuff. That's Bro, honestly, I can't okay. understand what you're saying I, I, because you, your phone sucks. I'm thinking that maybe the problem is that the dog doesn't understand you because you're muffled. <laughs> like you're naturally muffled. Like maybe you have a perfect phone, but you're just naturally muffled. Is that is that a possibility or no? That is very much a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think Mocha's right, though. I think that it, it, it just involves a lot more structure and routine. And, okay. you know, especially when it's a puppy, like you just, like, like he said, every two hours. And it's going to suck for a little while, but that's how you just build the routine, right? And... You know, dogs hate crates when they're when they're puppies, but and it sucks because they cry and they whiz and they, everything else. But you 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 know you break them down. Uh, what do you have in the crate? I got like a blanket and a couple of toys. That's it. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, every now and then, toss a couple of treats in there so the the, the puppy feels uh, a little bit more comfortable in there. Uh, feels that the the space is a safe space for it as well. Um, that's one thing that we kind of figured that uh, that helped us out okay. when we were okay. training our pups. Uh, but then you might also have like you know not to add more stress to your to your plate here, but you may end up having a puppy that uh, that doesn't like being in the crate. We experienced that with our first dog. Mm-hmm. Hated the crate really? and would cry like endlessly for hours. Really? Yeah. Not that we left him in there for hours, but like yeah. for long yeah, yeah, periods yeah. of yeah. time until we figured he wasn't a crate dog and we put him in the in the bathroom with a baby gate and then he was totally fine. <laughs> right. But. That's for another FML, sir. It yeah. sounds like you need to deal with the pee problem right now. So I suggest taking your dog out uh, at least every every two hours. And do not come inside the house until that dog pees. You have to All be right. disciplined with this, okay? All right. Thanks, Coco. All, All right, right, dude. You, you okay, man? <laughs> no, man. I'm going to see how this goes. What? Let's see how this goes. I'm okay. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Listen, thank you so much for calling. Best of luck with what's your puppy's name, by the way? It's Stitch. Stitch? Yep. Okay, well, best of luck to you and Stitch. Thank you. All right, Later, brother. dude. Later, dude. and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. So they're shooting a Joker, part two, in uh, New York right now. And it's so wild to me because I'm looking at all this footage. And, like, I don't know how you stay in character or even get something done because... It's like they're shooting on a street and you would think that maybe they would shut it all down and everything. But it's like there's so many fans standing there while they're shooting this because over the weekend they shot Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn on the Joker stairs Hmm. up in the up in the Bronx. Right. Hmm. And like this is like what you'll hear right now. She's sort of singing and dancing and then cops show up and everything else while they're while they're filming. Like um, real cops? No, no, no. Like, oh, okay. like movie, movie, movie cops. Movie okay, cops. Okay. Like she's sort of walking up the stairs and then down and doing like a Joker dance on mm-hmm. those stairs that he did in the first movie. But like fans are so close to this mm-hmm. and everybody has a camera and it's like crazy. Like I don't know how you get work done in this situation. Oh my God. 
hear Gaga sing it. Oh, right? yeah. And there's like hundreds of people there. Like so close. Wow, yeah. holding that. Note. Yeah, yeah. And somebody was saying that she had, that she kept like putting her finger towards her ear. So I'm guessing she has some sort of earpiece in there, so mm-hmm. she can hear the track that oh, they're that going to be to. playing during that scene. So she's singing along and everything oh, okay. else. But instead of lip syncing, like Gaga's like really going for it. Listen, um, on the stairs, Might right? As well. So everybody in New York was all freaking out because they went back to the Joker stairs. Uh, Dammit Maury found a fan who was there, uh, a guy named Frankie Ponce. And uh, this is sort of his description of everything that happened. Okay, Frankie, I am beyond jealous that you got to witness Lady Gaga, I guess, sort of act out some of her scenes for Joker. It was honestly one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I've been a Gaga fan for a really long time. I've seen her do a lot of different stuff, but to kind of see her acting and like in action doing her thing was was really awesome. I live in Brooklyn. I got word from a few friends that she was going to be filming up in the Bronx at the, the famous Joker Steps. It's like a little area in the Bronx, super quintessential New York. She just kind of appeared at the top of the steps. It was like a magical sort of moment. And... um her and the director, Todd Phillips, were walking down the steps. They were kind of like going over, um, you know, what she was going to do, looking at a phone and, you know, I guess talking about her pacing and things like that. And then um, she actually jumped in a car and we were all kind of like, uh-oh, is she filming today? Like, what's going on? Um, and then it turns out the car moved about 150 feet and she got out um, along sort of the, the building that's right next to the steps. And, um, you know, out of nowhere, they just started rolling with take one and she, um, did a little bit of like a walk. So kind of passing people on the street, lots of like 1970s cars were filling the blocks and, and all of that. Um, and she did a little bit of like a walk and then went up the steps, did a little dance. And then, um, as she was going up the steps, uh, these two light posts that they had, the lights kind of flickered on. So, you know, we all kind of assumed she was filming a little bit of like an opening sequence or, you know, something kind of like showcasing her character the way that she walks and moves. (laughs) Um, Another little thing that was interesting was we all kind of noticed that she would repeatedly touch her ear and it seemed like she had a mic thing going on. So the little dance she did in the scene um, we're presuming is with music or something with the musical aspect of it. Um, but we couldn't hear it. I'm sure they were trying to keep that under wraps. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like the gist of everything that, that we saw. Mm. And good for I the, know what uh, song she was singing. good for the, the New Yorkers who live in the apartment buildings where those stairs are yeah. like, no, you mean to tell me during that entire time? Because sometimes New Yorkers could be very ruthless, right? Yeah. Like, nobody was yelling out the window, like, shut up, keep it down, I don't care who you are. <laughs> no, but in, there's other videos where people, like, honking their horns and stuff like that, yeah. right? Like, it's just, like, it's, it's, I, think it's, I think it's unavoidable when you're, shooting, uh, when you're shooting on location, but but it's weird to me still that they don't, like, shut down that whole block. I uh-huh. guess they can. Like, I guess it's, you can't just shut down, like, people live there, and because they, they shoot movies in my neighborhood all the 
time. Yeah. And even to just turn down my street sometimes, like I'm sitting there negotiating with like somebody in a high vis vest and a clipboard being like, I live down there. Like there is no, it's a one way street. Like there's no other way to get to my house other than going through your production. And there's always mass confusion. And then somebody eventually they go and get somebody who lets me down the road, but it's like, it's crazy. Uh, There's a, a photographer I follow on Instagram. Her name is Moneris. Yeah. And she's in New York. And four days ago, she just so happened to be in this neighborhood where they're filming um, Joker Part 2. Yeah. And it's just walking Phoenix, just walking. Just walking like, down the street like how, a regular guy. Yeah. And look how close she is yeah. to where. Yeah, it's crazy. And like there's still no. stuff happening yeah. like all around in the background, yeah. right? It's wild. It's really, really wild to me. Yeah, when you see it like that, yeah. how close people are and you yell, go, go! Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But seeing all of this, like it actually makes me excited now for same, this new movie. Same, me too. Right? Like yeah. I don't care. Like I'm, there's nothing that's being spoiled. No. Yet. No. Right? And that no. knowing that Gaga is going to be on the Joker's steps. Yeah. If only we could pronounce the name of the movie. I know. I still don't know how to say it. it so it's just Joker 2. No, it's Folie de. Folie de? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just don't want to say it because I don't want to be corrected. I don't like being corrected on things Folie like that. Folie de. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what does that mean? Joker part two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's the end of the month, which means we got to look back at the month and see what's been happening. Shem, executive producer of the Raza Mocha Show, is responsible for the Raza Mocha monthly recaps. And we just got a text from Jolene, Jolene who's a huge fan Jolene. of the Raza Mocha Show. I believe uh, she was named after that very same Dolly Parton song, Raza. Questionable character, but okay. Uh, Jolene said, I totally forgot. So excited to hear Shem's March recap. Mm-hmm. Shem? Yeah, man. I'm, trying to, uh, I'm sitting here. Every time we do this, I, I never like pre-prepare for everything that happened this month. And I'm drawing a blank on, on everything. That's the hardest part. Really? Right? Yeah, um, I'm remembering everything. Really yeah. quick, before we play this song, Shem, uh, your process for going through each of these, these months, do you wait till the end of the month or close to the end of the month and then look back at the big news stories or or major things that you want to include? Or do you keep track starting on the first of every month of what's been happening? So that's the hardest part about these songs, right? Is that I have to sort of, I can't start these until like towards the end of the month because there's no mm-hmm. content otherwise. So I keep track every single day of things that happen and then pick the biggest okay, stories. Okay, Damn. so here we go with your March recap from our very own Shem. Oh, yes. That Burger King commercial played and people thought it was me. The whole thing, it was real trippy. Whopper, whopper. Now seeing Taylor Swift and Drake in concert would be a dream. But damn, those tickets, they ain't cheap. Price is too damn high. Ted Lasso and Succession, they returned recently. The same when Scream 6 and Creed 3. Jonathan Majors, come on, man. The big movie was everything, everywhere, all at once. Say again. The Oscars, yeah, they won a ton. This is a beacon of hope. The third for 2023. This is your Marjorie Ward. I thought Chris Rock's stand-up was weak. This is your Marjorie Ward. The Rock and Zachary Levi got beat. This is your Marjorie Ward. He ain't done yet, 
yet a second verse. St. Patty's Day came and everyone was wearing green. Selena fans hate Haley Beeps. Hey, can't we just all get along? Shout out to Lindsay Lohan. She's having a baby. From Mean Girl to a new mommy. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Ed Sheeran dropped the song that was heartbreaking and so sweet. I swear that song it made me weep. Oh man, it was so good. Hugh Grant and Ashley Graham, they spoke and yikes, it wasn't fun. I guess that is it for Nordstrom. Ain't no damn discount, come on. When it's Goop, she's on trial about skis. This is your Marjorie Wood. Jersey Shore, welcome back, Sammy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Alyssa, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. Good to talk to you guys again. Uh-huh. We got back-to-back uh, FML updates this week. <laughs> so we okay. talked to you back in uh, in November, and you were in mm-hmm. a long-distance relationship. Yes. And at the time, so you had never lived with the guy that you were uh, in a long-distance relationship with. So he was in New Brunswick. You were in Ontario. And mm-hmm. what you discovered when you went to see him him finally is that he was a slob and he didn't clean mm-hmm. anything and his bed was a mess and there was laundry everywhere and he just didn't keep a tidy house and you were worried because you wanted to move in with this guy yeah okay so let's first remind people what kind of mess were you walking into on those days um well yeah definitely a lot of laundry everywhere and just like um fridge was a mess and um you know bathrooms not clean litter with the litter box like everywhere because he has two cats and just like oh my god yeah how did you feel when you were in that place like i felt kind of dirty almost yeah yeah and when you brought it up with him from our conversation what i remember is that uh yes he seemed to think that he was a clean person and that he takes care of his place uh quite well when he needs to right yeah and like i guess he acknowledged when i got there you know that it was a little bit messier um but that he relatively keeps it clean i remember he would facetime me and show me like look i cleaned things up and i'm just like that doesn't look clean it just doesn't so Um, (laughs) so your fear was that if you guys moved in together that all of this was going to now fall on your shoulders right exactly okay so what happened did you move in together is he is he tidy what's going on what's the update so we're not moving into uh, we're not moved in together yet our plan is for the end of this year okay Um, however the mess it was over there so i couldn't see it as often but the mess is now here in ontario because he is here for work until july and he's staying with a cousin okay and i see it when i go over all the time and it's just everywhere and it's just ridiculous oh but, no yeah and you know i tried i i tried to take your guys advice i mean i did kind of implement my expectations um, and boundaries there and kind of figure out a couple of ways to have a little bit of solutions, especially with the clothes on the floor, like keep a laundry basket in the bathroom, one in the bedroom, 
whatever, that's fine. But it only worked for like two weeks. I, I suggested putting a tennis ball in a, in a, in a tube sock and hitting him with oh, it every time you saw a mess. I know, but I think I should wait until I get, you know, my ring and move in with him first before I start doing that. Oh, oh girl. Uh, <laughs> now, one of the things that we had brought up was, and maybe you could uh, clarify this, mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out whether or not this guy was the type of person who will kind of like let the mess build up and then go on like a one or two day rampage, cleaning, 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 and then slowly build up that mess again. Do you get that sense from him or is he just like always messy? Definitely get that sense from him. Yeah. Um, But there's more of an update. Honestly, there's a whole new problem now. Okay. go. What's the the whole new problem? (laughs) The whole new problem actually developed last week uh, where we were having a discussion about the fact that he has two cats. I have one cat, which means we're going to merge these three cats together. Oh yeah. And so, the problem is that I was like, you know, we're going to have to find a place in the house where it's not like right at the front door where we're able to keep the litter boxes so that when you walk into the house, it doesn't smell like cat litter. I hate the smell. It's like it sucks. But I mean, I know that with having a cat, you know, there is going to be a little bit of odor. But I was like, I don't want the whole place to smell like that. And he's like, no, that's an unrealistic expectation to have. And I'm like, I don't think it is. Because some people, they have cats and you don't even know that they have a cat yeah. because you don't really smell it in the house. But he thinks it's completely unrealistic to expect it's to stay like tidy enough where you walk in and you don't smell the smell of cats or litter. <laughs> so all and you, I'm like, no, it doesn't make any sense to me. So all you said was, hey, maybe we can look for a place where there's an area in the house or apartment where we could put the litter box that maybe it's not the first thing you smell when you walk in. And he was like, no. Well, he was just like, yeah, no, that's not going to be realistic. It's going to smell like cat all the time. Whoa. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. You two, Alyssa, are going to have such a fun life together oh, living under Alyssa. the same roof. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, I mean, but you love no. this guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you ever one. just look at him and go, you know, God, I love you, but you are a slob. Uh, I mean, I don't actually say it to him. No. Why not, though? I've had little, like, conversations with him, but I can only repeat myself so much. No, but little I mean, conversations also, don't work with guys. Those little, those but, guys don't take hints. It's true. But he also has said, like, I'm very different when I live with a person because he's lived with people before. Well, he's like, when we move in together, I'm completely different. Girl. And I'm like, Wait, well, but I don't know about girl. that. You just said that he's like living with his cousin right now. Yeah. And his place is a mess. Right. Okay. Guys don't take hints. You can't be subtle with stuff like this. Yeah. Okay. They need clear language, like spoken, rehearsed, sat down mm-hmm. in their face. I love you. You are a slob. It's a problem. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta give it a shot because yeah. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to live like that. Yeah, what winds up happening is that is when resentment sets in. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and that will destroy what could be a decent relationship if you just stoned up and had a and had an actual adult conversation with him. And you're his girlfriend, not his mother. Thank it's you. True. And maybe he needs to hear that. Maybe you have to say that to him. Maybe I will, yeah. I, I can just say that, you know, like, I'm not going to pick up off you, not your mother. I don't believe you. You should be able to. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you any don't of believe this. No, nope, I don't believe any of this is going to happen. I really do. I want to, and I've had conversations with him about it before, but like it's just, and it's gone okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it why is he still a slob? Yeah, it's gone okay. It hasn't gone okay. Yeah, no, it only lasts like a week or two. It's like he forgets after two weeks. All of a sudden, it's just like emptied his brain. You, you know how it's a. This is going to be a daily thing, so you have to implement daily routines that break him out of the slobbishness that he is so very used to. Yeah, and then maybe I should just start implementing them now while he's living on his own until so that hopefully he gets these habits ready for when we're living together. Just tell him you're not going to go over anymore. It's true. That too.
Like, I'm just not going to come if it's no. not clean. Sam, I can't, I can't sit and hang out with you. I don't find you sexy in that mess. Yeah, that too. Oh, that'll piss him off. Right? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Say that to him. Yeah. Say that to him. Oh, That's no. a good one. Yeah, right. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah. All right, Alyssa. All the best. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hold on. I'm here. I'm here. We're all here. Hold on. Crap. I didn't have my headphones on. No, I know. You were not ready. Not ready. You were not ready. We'll wait. Don't you worry. I'm excited for the long weekend. Same. Man. Same. It's like, yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Sorry, guys. That was very unprofessional of me. I apologize. No. It's just, you know, even I'm grateful for the day off tomorrow. Sure. Right? Yeah. But anytime we have like a day off. Stressful though, the day before a, a you still have we, we still got work to do. You still got work to do, and then I and then I gotta get everything that I'm gonna need for tomorrow today. Cause I usually buy everything that I need day of. Mm-hmm. Right? Like all the food I need, everything, everything's closed tomorrow. So now I gotta like and I got to buy for two days, and I, I I never buy for two days. And why not? I I don't. I like going every day. I like going getting things every day. It's like a, it's like you, you know make like, a list. You know, like back in the day, you like you go to the market, right? Like I got to go to the market. Like that's me every single day. Every single day, I go and I buy the food and things that my family will need for that day. I yeah, go every all day. All you need, all you need now is for today. Yeah. And then just think about what you want to have for tomorrow. But that's this is what I'm saying. I don't like to do. I don't like to think a day ahead. But guess I what? I like to deal with the today. places that are closed. Don't care what you like or not. Or Whoa! Don't like. Why are you? What are you coming at me with this aggression for, bro? <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying that like I have a routine I, that uh-huh. I enjoy. My routine. I just feel bad for your and family. You're going to starve tomorrow. My family's not going to starve tomorrow, jackass. <laughs> they need me before they starve. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll have the wing. I just don't like. I don't like it. I, I always have this fear of like I'm going to forget, and then I'm going to go to the fridge, and the only thing in the fridge is like I'm going to have like a Brussels sprout or two, and it's not oh, good. Or yeah, you could just make extra of what you're supposed to make I today. Thought about that, right? And then just leftovers. Yeah, wrong I, with that. I thought about. I thought about. I can give that. you my Passover lefters. I was those sent lefters. Home. Lefters. <laughs> I was sent home with tons. What was your? What's your Passover lefters? Lefters. I have uh, a ton of a roast. There's like a big Tupperware full of roast. Mm. Another Tupperware full of like some potato thing. Nah, you know I I can't take like I can't uh, no. No, was that was that was the roast like on the table and it like on a plate all served up looking beautiful and then it didn't get eaten and then somebody took it off the the plate on the like the platter and then they put it in Tupperware. Is yeah, that, pretty much. No, listen, I can't. No, I I could never bring myself to eat food that was served at someone else's dinner, like mm. where it was on the table. And then they took it off the table with everybody breathing on it and being like, no, not that piece, maybe this piece. And but they it's all better get, when you didn't see people breathe on it. They all it. get pushed around and stuff like this. And then somebody took, no, that's not for me. Yeah. No. It, it room temperatureized. No. And then it gets put in the fridge. No. No. And I don't want, I, I can't eat something, right, More You have to understand, I can't eat something that your dad looked at and went, oh, should I? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't, I, I can't eat something where somebody at your family's table who I don't know looked at it and went, mm, maybe no. Like the where, where somebody passed on it. Like I well, can't. I have a they looked at it and said, mm, not that piece. No, no there's a Tupperware full of matzo me. balls that didn't make it to the I table. I don't want matzo balls, Maureen. You're not fixing my problem here, man. 
No, so everything's going to be closed up tomorrow, and I got to deal with this that. Why you today. need frozen lasagnas? No, I don't want a frozen. Do you not? Are you not listening to what I'm saying? He's not at all. He's not at all. I seem to have just fixed the problem. No, I no, man. I say I like to do things every day. That's my that's my routine. That's what I enjoy. And when everything is closed on a Friday, okay, I feel that I'm going to screw up tomorrow for my family, and I get anxiety about it. Because I don't like to think that far ahead. One well, your day, your options are nothing or gas roast station. Why? Or why is lasagna? everybody being so aggressive? Or I'm trying station. to be like, I'm not going to feed my family at the gas station. Gourmet style. Gourmet style. Just jazz it up. <laughs> Please. Right. You Please. got all the condiments at home. Yeah. You know how to make a billion sauces. Yeah. Bechamel. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the gas station and ask for a. Uh, uh, like a, a sub. A gas station sub with a gluten-free <laughs> bun with a side of oat milk, please, <laughs> at, the, at the gas station. Now, that sounds like a good right? Friday. Also, that sounds like it would be about $75 at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hype for this Dumb. new Super Mario movie. Yeah. Uh, it's out everywhere. We got our advance tickets like a month ago. You did, huh? To watch Good tomorrow. Um, I'm new to Mario because I only discovered Mario. Like, I only played my first Mario game maybe like six years ago. Because you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. So why didn't you play when I was Nintendo... Because I was at an age, right, where when Nintendo came out, it, I was already playing other games on like computers and stuff like that. And, and Nintendo was just very primitive. And when I saw Mario, like realistically, like the people I knew that played Mario were children and girls. Right. Okay. Right? Like sure. it just, and I was just, I was into shooting things and killing things and like all of that stuff. Yeah. So Mario just never appealed to me. Right. It just seemed really primitive. And then all these years later, I have a kid and all of a sudden I'm like a Mario Kart guy now. Yeah. And I can't get enough of it. Oh, Love Mario. This movie looks so hype. Yes. There's one person who will not be watching the new Super Mario. Oh, no. John Leguizamo, who starred as Luigi in the Super Mario movie back in 1993. Oh, right. He was Luigi. Yes. Um, Dennis. No, Bob. What's the guy's name? Bob Hoskins. Yes. Was Mario. And Dennis, this, is li- this is live action. Live Mario. action. And and um, and uh, Dennis Hopper played uh, King Koopa. Right. Right. Terrible movie. It was awful. But I didn't know John Leguizamo's got beef with Super Mario. Really? Yeah. So TMZ caught up with him and. You can hear there's like a bunch of noise because he's like taking yeah, yeah, pictures yeah, with yeah, fans, sure, right? Sure, sure. The baby crying in the background. And- Are you going to be yeah, watching listen. Super Mario Brothers? No, I will not be watching Super Mario Oh my goodness. So they could have they, they included a Latin character. Like I, I was groundbreaking and then they stopped the groundbreaking. I know, but well, you they know what? Up, <laughs> they messed up the inclusion. They disincluded. I know. What's right. So what do you say do. to people yeah, who, sure. you know, who might actually go out and support this? Should you What's say, up? hey, guys, if you stand for inclusion, um, maybe just you should Just cast some Latin folk. Cast some Latin folk. We're, we're 20% of the population, the largest people of color group, and we're... Underrepresented, overrepresented in the worst kind of jobs, though. Oh, oh I know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, no Super Mario Brothers for you. Hell no. Wait a second. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I'm, I'm not. I, I just need to wrap my head around this. So, he was talking about how much of a breakthrough it was that he was a, a, a Latin actor in that first 1999 Mario movie. 
But am I mistaken? Are the are the Mario and Luigi are they Italian? Correct, sir. Okay. Which is why I, as well, do not understand <laughs> the hatred from John Leguizamo to the new Super Mario. Right? Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get all that stuff, and, 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 and I love John Leguizamo. He's great. He's funny. He's awesome. But I don't understand the correlation between the Latin character and Luigi and how he's now pissed at mario because of that i don't get I wonder it. if he's mad that he because he was in the first like live action that maybe he wasn't asked to even voice a character yeah right to kind of sure and, bring back make that connection and and i don't think it would have mattered because john leguizamo is just such a great actor that if if you know he's done a ton of voice stuff and I, he's great at it <laughs> like i don't know I don't, but i don't know where the beef is though yeah, but the man is pissed so no super mario brothers for you Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> he said that with force. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I keep trying to watch Yellow Jackets. Oh, <laughs> God. New season? Oh, you don't like it? No. I guess. I don't know. Man, you it were riding out for so... that show last the, season. The first, three, the, the first three episodes I was. Uh-huh. The first three episodes, and then I realized that this was something that they're just going to drag out. Because I was, I was pissed they didn't eat people. First they, three they, episodes of season one. Yeah, they, they mm. set up. Like my complaint with season one of Yellow Jackets was when you do a giant setup in episode one, the payoff for that has to come in season one. You can't do this giant setup and then drag it out over seasons, right? You have to come up with new, better ways and new writing and new drama and new everything else. And there was no payoff really at the end of season one. Um, Thankfully, somebody ate somebody the other night. Spoiler alert. Well, it was all over everywhere. Okay. I didn't um, see it. Well, that's not my problem. Um, I'm just Man. saying, finally. And then, and then, so I saw, like, you know, I'm like, I just, I felt disgusting because I only kept going back to this show just waiting for somebody to eat a person because that's what they set up, right? So I was watching this show only, God, right? <laughs> I'm watching the show only, problems, <laughs> only to get to the part of where somebody eats someone, yeah. right? And then that makes me feel gross. Like, and it's always, and I can't watch it with my kids. So it's always like the, la- I watch it in bed. It's the last thing I watch before oh, I fall asleep. Thank okay. you, right? <laughs> that's it's the, creepy it's stuff, the, it's, bro. It's the last thing I watch and I'm fighting to stay awake because I'm like, damn, they haven't eaten anyone yet uh-huh. just eat somebody and already last night munch munch yeah like a girl uh, ate a, a girl ate an ear and then i and then uh, i fell asleep just the ear. Oh, yeah you, you need to watch the rest of the episode i man. fell asleep i said because oh. I, I i finally had to even know if i'm gonna finish the the season i'm just so oh, like so what else did they eat Jim? bruh bruh it there was a feast. Yeah, it's a disgusting. Feast. Okay, good. Like, multiple, okay. like okay. a feast okay. on multiple people or okay. one person? They, uh, they just devoured. Spoiler alert. Okay, one person. One person. Okay, and it's a they feast. Dev- okay, feast. then I will. Then wow. I will go back because now I need the. Now I need the payoff. I like need, arms, legs, I need stomach. To see, what? I need to see the feast. It yeah. is. I really knows. do. Does, does it make you sick? It, listen, the it because I read something. I read an article. I was reading an article where, where apparently the the girls who shoot that show said that they were getting sick even shooting it. It's really? disgusting. Yeah, and it's the final scene in the okay. episode. It's nasty. Good. Okay, really? Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's wow. gross. Okay, so finally I'm going to get the payoff that I need because like a thigh. I, I bet they eat a thigh because bro. I've been That's I've been be watching needy. I've been watching this show as some sort of degenerate. Like I feel terrible for the reasons that I keep going back to this show uh-huh. because it's not it's not about 
about the characters. The writing is fine, but I don't particularly like any of the characters, even in teenage form or their grown up <laughs> or their grown up form. Right? I'm, I don't want to. I know I'm not rooting for anyone. Bro, I want. You're, I, you're selling this. I, show. I, I, I wish. <laughs> I wish so harm <laughs> on. I wish harm on most of the characters. <laughs> I'm really not. They, they. They. They all. You know, it's a plane crash where they're out in the wilderness. I don't particularly want any of them to Can get you? out. Really quick, because someone just tuned in, just texted us. Yeah. On the Razamoka text line, what show are you talking about? Yellow where jackets. Someone eats someone. Yellow so, jackets. Yellow jackets, and yes. it's about. It's about uh, like a soccer team that gets. Uh, there's a plane. They're 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 going to a tournament, and then the plane goes down, and they all go ham on each other, right? Like they all start going crazy because yeah. they're living in the wilderness trying to survive, and it's a long winter and everything else. But they set up the show the way episode one, season one was that they they develop some sort of like weird girl blood cult thing where like one girl wears antlers and like it's it goes crazy, right? It goes off the rails. Yeah, but in season Season one, there was no payoff for any of that. But and, now, and, and you know that they're going to eat somebody, right? Mm. And, and so now, to Shem, they eat everything. Okay, right. good. So right? So good. Okay. Ears, legs, oh. ass, yeah. she, stomach, yeah. cheek. She popped the ear in her mouth. It was a frozen ear, mm. and she popped it in her mouth like it was a cracker. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you hear crunching? It was, and it was blue. <laughs> right? Do you yeah. hear crunching? Yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then that's when I, and then I fell asleep, and I was like, okay, I got a little bit of like people eating people. Maybe I, I'm done with this show now. But according to Shem, I have to stick around for the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, here we are coming up on Easter long weekend, baby. So when it was announced that Pepsi was teaming up with Peeps, you know, like Peeps, the yeah, the marshmallow, the, the candy. marshmallow candy, uh, that they were going to be doing a Pepsi flavored, or sorry, excuse me, a Peeps flavored Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So it's like marshmallow flavored cola, and this is the kind of thing where I just roll my eyes. So a couple things with this. This is not available in Canada. And so people in Canada who want it are buying them off things like Etsy for $42 a can. No! And these are, these are not full-size cans. We're talking, you know when you go to the grocery store and you get the mini cans of soda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the mini cans. Wow. $42 is what people are paying for Peeps-flavored Pepsi. Ridiculous. Okay. However, we have them here today. So if you are interested mm-hmm. in buying Black Mark Peep Pepsi, mm-hmm. Black Market Peep Pepsi, and you're sort of like unsure of what the flavor is, um, you guys are wow. going to uh, taste these. 222 milliliters for the Peeps flavored Pepsi. And it's a yellow can too. Yellow can. It's got uh, a Peep on it right next to the Pepsi logo. Yeah. Right? So I don't know if you guys want to do that now. 100 calories per can. Yep. Let me see here. 26 grams of sugar in this? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is that a lot? Yo, That's a lot? Listen, man. Yeah. Diabetes runs in my family. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't take me over the edge. Diabetes. <laughs> okay. okay, hold on. Okay, so who wants to go first? Uh, let's all open on the count of three. Yeah, I'm not having it, by the way. Why not? I don't like. I don't like. I don't like marshmallow. On, I don't like peeps, and I don't like soda. No. <sighs> all right, ready? Guys, One, two, three. Happy okay. Easter. Okay. Oh. <sighs> oh, it smells pretty. Okay. So, Maury, you want to go first? All right. Yeah, go ahead. Maury's pouring his into a, a cup. Okay. Most expensive drink I've ever had. By the way, uh, Maury found these at a place called Dank Mart. Oh. Dank? Yeah, Dank Mart. Yeah. <laughs> That's an yeah. awesome name. I know. They have <laughs> the <them>. store. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, it smells really so, Mart. Okay, go ahead, more. Try and then give us your review of the Peeps Pepsi, marshmallow flavored Pepsi. 
It kind of just tastes like like chocolate cola. Chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, pizza tastes like chocolate, chocolate cola. cola. Okay, Mocha, you're next. I'm gonna drink straight Go out ahead. of the can. Yeah. Big swig too. Wow, guys, this is good. You want some? I know. Roz, come Roz, on, you man. want some? No, I don't want any. It just ta- it's literally it's not for me. Peeps flavored no, Pepsi. It is not for me. This is really good. Um, Shem, you got to look on your face like you just smelled a bad smell. This smells like. <laughs> not gonna lie. Oh um, <laughs> I hate the way this smells, but I'll try it. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Go ahead, Shem. Doesn't taste like. Yeah. Okay, so again, the, the 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 Peeps Pepsi is going for as much as forty two dollars and thirty cents wow. for a mini can. Mm-hmm. And in case you were on the fence as to whether to spend that for either you or your family, uh, the reviews are in three across the board. I would say um, Mocha's review, like. Good. I love it. Maury said it tasted like chocolate. chocolate. Uh, Shem said it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on your poster. <laughs> we just wrote your ad campaign, Pepsi. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Caitlin. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much What's for. I can't believe I got through. Um, I just wanted to call you guys today. It's a crazy day for me. Um, I'm actually going to rehab tomorrow. Um, It's been a long journey to get to this. And honestly, I wanted to thank you guys so much because you have been a huge part of that. Every time I've, every time I've been going through a hard time, it's it's even at the worst of times. Like, honestly, I I even want to say, like, I don't even know if I would be here without you guys. Like I, you used you guys every single time. And I just, I, to the bottom of my heart, I wanted to thank you. Um, are you, are you comfortable talking about what it is you were, you were dealing with in your life? Yeah. Um, so it, it's honestly, well, it's two different things. Mm -hmm. Um, it's first alcohol has been a huge thing in my life since I was, you know, 14. Um, I'm now 29. Um, and, and also I've been listening to you guys since you guys started as well. And me in high school. (laughs) So I have to say that, but, um, and then recently the last, couple years have been pain medications um you know they started recreationally and I just I I feel like I have an addictive personality and I am so happy to be even on the radio too to explain to everybody else out there that are maybe going through what I'm going through it is possible to get through it there are so many different um, ways that can help you and that people don't even realize. Um, if you guys are okay with it, I want to just put out there the number two one one. It can help anybody in the mental health, um, anything, just give them a call. They can help you with resources in your area. Um, but yeah, my, those were my two biggest things. And I know oh Roz, Roz, I know you've had some mm-hmm. experience with it as well. So I just, yeah. <laughs> so you're off tomorrow then, right? Yeah. Is this, this is your first time? Yeah. Yeah. And you're comfortable with the fact that this may not be 
the only time, right? Yes, and honestly, like I've gotten to the point where I, I'm thinking about my future and, you know, I want to be there for my future. I want to, I'm currently single, so I want to have kids. I want to be with somebody, so I'm really starting to think about, I obviously don't want my future kids to have a parent that is going through this. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow. what was your yeah. What was your moment when you realized it's time? There was so many different things happening in my life. I had recently, I was in a really complicated relationship. It had been about a year and a half um, that I had just realized I had to get out of. I was in a job that I was in over my head. I was a manager of a, it's a, not the grocery store, but a department. And that can be the craziest job and the hardest because I hear this is an almost a FML type situation that I've been in. Um, I was in over my head and I was coming in doing 12 hour days and I was pushing myself and I was becoming so weak because I was using the pain medication. So um, I just realized, you know, I'm either going to something very bad is going to happen to me soon mm-hmm. or I'm going to literally step up and be the person I need to be. And honestly, I have a sister who is going through something kind of similar and I even see her going down the wrong path. And unfortunately she still is, but I wanted to be somebody for her to see that I'm what I'm doing. So Caitlin, you're going into rehab as a single lady, no hooking up in rehab, you know, the rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they you told you that before, right? Right. <laughs> and they will remind you. you. Okay? You can't go from you can't go from, you know, drinking and pills to then guys. Like you can't make that your yeah. new thing, right? Yeah, you're, you're gonna t- they're gonna tell you all about substitutions <laughs> and all of this stuff. Yes, and you know I have thought about that, and I totally bring all your bring all your ugly clothes. (laughs) Yeah, literally my sweatpants and sweaters and torn up clothes. No hair conditioner, no makeup, no nothing. Okay. Yeah, there's certain things that they tell me actually not to bring. No mouthwash. No, and I thought that was the funniest thing. So I was like, oh yes. Well, because people drink it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be all right. Right, you give us a call when you're when you're done, and uh, we'll we'll catch up with you. Okay. Oh my gosh! Again, thank you guys, Roz Mocha, Shem, Maury, everybody. I love you guys so okay, much. Caitlin, we we do this show for people like you. Uh, we're so proud of you. If, if anyone hasn't told you yet how proud they are of you, just know that Roz and Mocha are very proud of you for, for taking this step and, and starting this new journey in your life. Uh, we are sending you a ton of love, and, uh, and we can't wait to hear from you again, okay? Thank you guys so much. You don't even know. Thank you. Be proud of yourself too, okay? Yeah, I try to pat myself on the back. Yeah. You guys are the best. Love Thank you. Take you care. So Bye-bye. Much for the time. Love you. Okay. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. On uh, Kimmel last night, Brett Goldstein was a guest. Brett Goldstein, you all know as Roy Kent. Oh, yeah, thank you. Ted Lasso. Yes. He's here. He's there. He's every where. 
Roy Kent. I'm Roy loving, Kent. I'm loving the new season. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It is so good. Um, and of course, like every single one of these actors and actresses on the show who've been appearing on late night television, all they get asked about is their thoughts on the last season of Ted Lasso and whether or not this is truly the last season. This is the third season of Ted Lasso, and supposedly yeah. it's going to be the last season. Well, that doesn't seem to be have been settled. <laughs> yeah. But you approached it as if it was the last season. Yeah. Like, so was everybody sad and everything when it ended? Oh, man. The, yeah. the, the last day, I think it was, like, mean of the AD. Like, they deliberately scheduled the last scene, had everyone in it in the locker room, and it was already an emotional scene. And then eventually they said, that's a wrap, and, like... 250 people, like as in set designers, like accountants, everyone involved in said last night rushed in to the locker room and everyone hugged and everyone kissed and we had an orgy, you know, normal stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and everyone was crying and like Jason did a speech. I mean, it's very, I kept sneaking off to the shower set to have a cry so no one could see and then I'd come back in like, why are you all crying? What is wrong with you? <laughs> So it would be weird if you did another season, even though everybody wants you to do another season. Now it's going to be like, oh, yeah, we all kind of cried for nothing. <laughs> I can't look you in the eye anymore. We can't do this. Yeah. Right? So this kind of contradicts what some of the other folks oh, have been wild. saying, whether or not it was last season. They were like, yeah, it's a three-story arc, and, like, this is how you naturally end this part of the story. It's, it's kind of, you know, like... I, I, I'm actually sort of saddened a little bit by the fact that it has seemed the perception has been a little bit messy for the yeah. end of Ted Lasso. I really am because it's quite it's quite a perfect show. Uh-huh. And it's had a couple, you know, junky episodes here and there, but that's fine. It really is a perfect show. And to sort of not be able to go out with people still not wondering, you know, if this season is the last season, I think it's sort of like I think it's kind of I don't know. Kind of weird? No, it's just, it, it's sort of sad in yeah. a way, right? Uh, Brett Goldstein, a.k.a. Roy Kent from Ted Lasso, is also the creator or co-creator of the Apple TV show Shrinking yeah. with Jason Siegel and uh, Harrison Ford. And he gets asked about this show. And I was very pleased to see your name in the credits as the co-creator of the show Shrinking, which is Thank also on Apple TV Plus, which is a great show. With another Jason, Jason Siegel, yeah, yeah. and Harrison Ford, also. Yeah, yeah and you guys Ford. just got picked up for another season of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Will you be on Is there any chance you will be on that show as well? Um, it's possible. It's possible, yeah. It as seems... long as it makes sense. I, I'm, I'm slightly wary of just forcing myself into it because I want to hang out with Harrison Ford and Jason Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> have you hung out with Harrison? Have you had that chance? I have, I have. Uh, uh, Harrison, and you know that the character is like... Slightly, I, I can talk about this now. I wasn't going to talk about it, but the character has Parkinson's and right. my, my dad has Parkinson's. And it was not something I was going to talk about sort of publicly because I'm protective of him. And, uh, but then Bill Lawrence accidentally said in the press, so I called my dad and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. Bill said that you've got Parkinson's, so it's in the public. I said, I can try, never speak of it again, but it's kind of up to you. And he was like, oh, I'm not ashamed. It's, it's true, it's who I am. And he said, and if you're telling the world... I'm based on Harrison Ford. F-ing say it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That is Brett Goldstein talking to Kimmel last night. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Ollie, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? Tell everyone why you're here. Uh, I was just wondering when my pregnancy became everyone in my family's pregnancy. Oh, damn. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I'm currently pregnant. And both my mom and my mother-in-law keep offloading their opinions of my pregnancy and the future of our baby. Uh, anything from what my baby will look like to how my fiance and I plan on raising them. Wow. Anytime they are talking to me, it makes me really uncomfortable and they keep disrespecting my boundaries when it comes to my body and my pregnancy. I don't know how to go about talking to them and make sure they are actually hearing what I'm saying. Um, is this your first child? Yes, it is. Okay, can you give us some examples of what either your mom or mother-in-law have said to you? So with what my baby will look like, uh, they really want it to be a boy um, and keep making comments about my appearance, about how it's going to be a boy and XYZ and we won't we don't find out until next week. Uh, so there's no you know, it's gonna be loved either way. So where but why why were they talking about your like your features and stuff? Yeah. Oh. So they'll say that, oh, you like you're not as beautiful anymore. That means it must be a boy because they're taking all your beauty or oh, touching my belly and stuff, like even just invading my privacy and there have been a t- couple times where I'll step out of the room and, like, my fiancé will talk to them, but they just don't seem to listen. Okay, so your um, fiancé or- tells them, like, how their behavior makes the both of you, really, how it makes you feel, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, and what do they say to that? Definitely, They say that I am just being hormonal because, you know, it's only happening when they make comments like that. Um, so it's just I don't know how to even try and get my opinion out there if they just think it's going to be oh you're pregnant you're hormonal that sort of thing right so i think that you have to understand that to them their heart is in the right place right they are very excited they're going to be grandparents and all of this stuff but I think that you need to have one-on-one conversations with the people involved, not as a group, but one-on-one conversations. And I think that your husband needs to be there with you and you need to articulate clearly to them that a your reluctance to sort of participate in these conversations has nothing to do with you being hormonal. What sets you off is when they start going in on you like you've done something wrong or that you don't know what you're doing because that is what causes all the stress. And I think that they need to know your issues and your problems are not hormones, although they are, but they are not hormones. What it is, is the stress that they are putting on you by overstepping. And then you need to list out the things that you feel are oversteps. And whether they turn around and say, well, I don't feel that that's an overstep. I'm a grandparent. This is what grandparents do. They can feel however they want, but you have to let them know where the lines are. That makes sense, yeah. And I individually talk to these people in their face and make sure they understand. Yeah. And I think that you should start with a conversation with your mom first. Yeah, it's hard because I don't see her as often. I I am typically around my Uh mother-in-law more commonly. Um, 
Well, Just well, then who, whoever. The but I, I agree with Roz. The the conversation has to happen with uh, each each one of them, and it should be face to face. I will. I'll I'll throw something else out there as well, and this probably isn't going to go over very well at all. But hearing the way that both of those parents are, I would set the expectation now that when you have the baby, they can all be there at the hospital and everything else. But when that baby comes home, they are going to leave you alone for a week. Yeah, that is definitely something that's been on my mind. No, and that I no mother in the house, no mother-in-law in the house. You need to do this on your own for a week. After you've been there for a week, they can come over. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure that they've mentioned stuff about either one or both of them wanting to be there when you bring the baby home and stay with you for a couple of nights. Yeah, we actually do rent from like my mother-in-law. We've already had that conversation with her because it is such close quarters that she seems to understand that. Okay. Um, For now, for now. Because the way that this is sounding anyway, right now, is that if you think that you're doing everything wrong during pregnancy, you just wait until they start telling you that you're doing everything wrong as a mom. (laughs) Yeah, that does not sound fun. (laughs) I I think you you need to have the convo with each of them and express and give them examples, Um, much like what you've laid out to us. Give them examples of things that they've said and, and tell them exactly how it is that those comments make you feel. Okay, will do. Thank you guys so much. All right, Holly. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. You're going to be a great mom. Yeah, this is also the first grandbaby on either side, yeah. which is yeah. why their excitement is through the roof. Of course, but, yeah. of course, yep. All right, Holly, much love to you and your family. You take care, okay? Thank you, you as well. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Okay, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, We're doing great. Welcome to the show. We understand that you have a question. Go for it. Okay, so my question is this. Um, The other day while I was driving to work, I was listening to you guys, and I heard the sham commercial with the Whopper Whopper. Remember that morning? Yes. Yeah, but then we discovered that it's not Shem singing the Whopper Whopper song. Okay, good. And and we kind of believe that. Kind of, but okay, we'll give it to him. Well, yeah, we did confirm it's not him. Okay, so... <laughs> no, we, we, no, 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 hold on, okay. <laughs> yeah, we did confirm it's not him because we talked to the guy who actually sings the song. Okay, alrighty. I'll take that. It's not him. She it's some other guy. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead. Okay, so fa- fast forward to a few days ago, I was lying down watching TV and this ad came on. It's a Febreze car scented ad. And I'm like, oh my God, that's him. That's definitely him. That's not the Whopper guy. Okay, let's start at the bit. Is that car scented air freshener voiceover commercial? Is that him? Okay, hold I on. I think it is. And please don't tell me it's the Whopper guy. He's already doing burgers. This is him. Okay, I have the commercial. You do? Here. Oh, good. Okay. The Febreze ad that okay. Kay is uh, referring to here. Hate it when a car freshener. Hits you with an overwhelming blast of perfume? Febreze car vent clips work differently. Febreze gives you consistent freshness that starts just right and stays just right for 40 days. Upgrade to Febreze car. Okay, okay. hold on now. <laughs> if, honestly, if, if that if that is not Shem, I'm going to eat my underpants. <laughs> Shem, 
Would you like to confirm or deny? Like, is that you or is that the Whopper guy? Or to add to the multiverse, is that Scott McGilvery? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, eat up, Roz. No, I'm just kidding. It is me. Oh it is me. God. God. <laughs> there you go. Okay, you're right. Uh, hate it when a car freshener hits you with an overwhelming blast of perfume. Febreze car vent clips work differently. Febreze gives you consistent freshness that starts just right and stays just right for 40 days. Upgrade to Febreze car. All What's right. the and here? Can I just play you just quickly because I think we have to play the Whopper song here. Yeah. Uh, just because you that is Shem reading uh, a commercial and this is what everybody was talking about. Whopper, 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 Junior, double, triple, Whopper. Like I'm sorry, that's the same guy. And I know <laughs> we talked the to the guy. Yeah, but that, the that's same. the same guy. There's another commercial that I that that Shem reads as well, right? What's the other one? Isn't Mary you like Brown? A, you like Mary a, Brown. So Mary is, Brown. It, is there a betting one that you do? Betting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, betting. Oh, bet. I think you said betting. No. Yeah, betting. Poker stars. Poker stars. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, other one is. that Damn. I hear Shem. That, that comes up as a pop-up, like a roll before before a ton of videos yeah, that, uh, that I'll watch. So there you go. Okay, confirmation. It is Shem's voice oh, that you hear God. in the new Fabrice commercial. <laughs> thank God. I'm good. I knew it. I, uh, but for a quick second, I'm like, please don't let it be the burger guy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Kay. Bye. Thank Bye. you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to talk about uh, Canada's Got Talent from last night. How was it? It was good, man. Was it? Yeah. Uh, another golden buzzer moment. We'll get to that in a sec. Oh, damn. Um, and the judges only get one gold, like each, right? Is correct. That the deal? Okay. Yeah. And week one, Howie gave a golden buzzer. Mm-hmm. Last week, Trish Stratus gave a golden buzzer. <laughs> Already. And then now week three, there's another golden buzzer. Wow. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, there's a woman who went up on stage. She didn't make it through. But I think why everyone kind of fell in love with her is just her honesty. And the song's not the best song, but she's still... <laughs> You're she really setting this poor woman up. No, no, she went up there and she did her thing and she got applause from the crowd, right? Okay. Listen to this. My name is Seema Saxena, and I'm from Victoria, BC. And what do you do in Victoria? I'm a mother of two. Oh, wonderful. What is the dream? The dream is to do something before I die. I mean, oh. I... <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm like that, too. <laughs> so, just stand there, microphone, beautiful, everyone paying attention, and then this happens. She wrote a song about her mother. My mom, my mom, hello. I was not expecting that. My mom, my mom. Mom was two when she lost her mom. She was raised by her sister-in-law. Thought she would be kind. No, she had put their things on mine. Mom, mom, mom. My mom, my mom. How lovely, how caring. My mom, my mom. Mom's childhood was full of pain. Oh my God. Right. This, by the way, this is not the golden buzzer moment from CGT last night. Wait, what happened? I, 
that part, I don't. The mom did what? I don't know. Some, there's some parts of the song I don't understand what she's okay, saying. Killed her husband. All her pain was gone after that, and she came out of the hell. <laughs> she came she, off something, off of something. Hold on. Did she just say that she killed her husband? And, the pain, and then the pain was gone? Oh yeah, I killed husband. All her pain was gone after that, and she came out of the hell. <laughs> and then she what? She and came off she the came hill? Off the, she came off the hill, you're right. Anyway, uh, like the people were wow. in it. I don't know if everybody like fully, fully understood the she, words. She's working through some stuff on that stage, yeah. huh? Is she just admitting, like I throwing her mom under know. the bus? I don't know. I feel like a crime was just. I really do. Like she, like, and, she and was I know, celebrated and I, though last night. I, I know you. You really do want to celebrate people for the for the courage and 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 even just getting up there. But mm-hmm. I, I think that the 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 sort of clapping along, like there was like there was a lot of stuff going on and what that woman was doing. I and, I, I, and I think people didn't really know what was happening. You. And they were just like, let's cheer this woman on who's given it her all, yeah. even though we don't understand I, what she's. Now that it's aired, do the, you think there's going to be a problem? No, or? I don't know. In the moment, though, I think the people were just very confused and, and, and nobody wanted to do anything other than support yeah. this woman. Yeah. No but one she, wanted to boo the mom from BC going up there singing no, a song about, about her own mother. Oh my God. Not knowing fully that some of the words included that her mother killed her father. <laughs> this is uh, CGT last night. Um, and then you get to a woman with her guitar. Her name is Anika. She's from New Brunswick. I'm Anika. I'm from New Brunswick and I'm a singer. The reason I love what I do is because it seems to have been with me since I was a child. You know, I always thought I was a good kid, but I tried to remain invisible. Looking back on my childhood, it leaves a lot to be desired. Screaming when nothing comes out, don't know when to ask for help. It was horrible abuse that I endured as a child. Demons fighting in my head. I was in nine foster homes, however, The last one that I was in, they bought me a guitar. I couldn't even believe that it was mine. Music helped me make sense of everything I've been through. It literally gave me a voice. It's so crazy for me right now to think that I don't want to be invisible anymore. So that is uh, Anika from New Brunswick telling her story on CGT last night. And then she gets up on the stage and does her rendition of Unstoppable by Sia. showing like the crowd shots of the crowd this is cgt last night by the way and they're showing like the judges mm-hmm. and everyone's just like 
surprised by the way she's singing this rendition. And then Lindsay L., the host of CGT, because she gets oh, a golden right. buzzer moment. I forgot about that. Right? She walks out, heads straight to the judges' table, and this woman that was singing realizes what's happening, is super surprised. Really? Anika, you have been through so much. And as someone who is a survivor and has also been through so much in her childhood, I know what it is like to go through difficulty and be able to channel it into something like music. You are such an inspiration for everybody in this room, for all of the millions of people watching. Thank you for being you, and thank you for channeling your beautiful heart into your music. You deserve to be on that stage. You deserve to be on a worldwide stage. Thank you. And then boom. Golden buzzer, confetti's mm. flying, everyone's celebrating. This yeah. woman is like bawling. It was another third week in a row golden buzzer moment on CGT. And have they all been singers? They've all been singers. They've all been singers. Yeah, yeah. incredible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, big day for uh, Keegan Michael Key. He's got two projects out today. Um, he was on Fallon last night talking about both of them. The first one is the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is in theaters today. And Keegan-Michael Key voices the character of Toad, little mushroom guy, <laughs> right? Sounds like this. Do not touch that mushroom, you'll die! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that one's perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! Right? Yeah. So in talking about preparing for that role and how he was uh, able to, to get his voice that way uh, is one of the questions that uh, Fallon asked. Well, it's funny. I, I first spent some time trying to actually impersonate a friend of mine. And he does this thing with his vocal patterns where he'll emphasize the wrong word in a sentence. <laughs> or if he's saying a word, it's always like not in the right place. And, and so I, I, I worked with that a little bit. And then I went to the director and I started doing that. The director's like, that's cool. I like that. Can you get, can you get the voice a little bit higher? And I was just like, um, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I can get it a little bit higher. And he's like, can you, can you get it a little bit higher than that? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can get it higher than that. If you want to get higher than that, can you get the voice even higher than that? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, we can get all in. And and then I was just like, uh, um, um, maintaining it might be a different thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when you watch any of the trailers that they release for the Super Mario movie, like Toad is basically guiding Mario through. Yeah through the world. So there's a lot of yeah. Keegan-Michael Key in this movie. That's awesome. The other thing he was talking about on Fallon, and this was like a big shock because I didn't even see the trailer until after they mentioned this, but Keegan-Michael Key and Cicely Strong were in Apple TV's Schmigadoon. Love that show. Right? Yeah. So part two, or sorry, season two is out today. Is it? Yes. Oh my on Apple God. TV. Listen to this. Let's talk about Schmigadoon. Yes. Yes. Schmigadoon season yeah. two. Thank you. You and Cecily Strong, yeah. you are now found in a place called Schmicago. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, we're now in Schmicago. We've yeah. left Schmigadoon. We are now in Schmicago. Yeah. And Schmicago is a much different place than Schmigadoon. It is a, a darker, edgier seedier, grittier place. Yeah. And, and what we've done is all of the musicals 
from the 40s and 50s, that golden age of Hollywood and golden age of Hollywood musicals was the first season. This season is the 60s and 70s musicals. So stuff like Sweet Charity and Jesus Christ Superstar hair. and Hair and Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. So it's going to be no. uh, these darker yeah. musicals. Oh, no. And the, have you guys, like, no one else has watched Smigadoon yet, right? Like, I, have. I Have you? Yeah. Oh, so, I like, love this show. I'm not a fan of musicals whatsoever, oh, but no. this Schmigadoon show, not only That's is it different. hilarious, yeah. but like the music in it is like awesome. Like I enjoyed watching all of season one. Yes. Um, Keegan-Michael Key and Cicely Strong make their way through the woods, through the forest, and then they find like they go through some sort of a portal mm-hmm. and they end up in this place called Schmigadoon where... All the, the the characters are very much an, not animated like drawing, but like their personality mm-hmm. is very animated, and they get through things using uh, using song. Yeah, uh, great production. All the original cast from season one, they're all back. Just now for in, season in two, in just Chicago, just in Chicago. <laughs> this is part of the trip. Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is very different. Now our heroes enter the city of Chicago. Who is he talking to? At one point, a lot of musicals had narrators. Sorry, go ahead. Really? Do I have your permission? Uh Uh-oh, he's peppery. Clearly, we're in the next era of musicals here. Do we shock you? These musicals are darker. (laughs) With more sex. Oh, yay. And violence. And then there's a murder that the two of them have to figure out. Amazing. Amazing. But that is uh, Keegan-Michael Key on Found Last Night talking about two projects that he's in that are both out today. Season two of Schmigadoon on Apple TV. And then, of course, he plays Toad in the Super Mario movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's this um, art exhibit happening in Australia mm. where they have a VR death experience. Excuse me? Feature. It gives people a taste of what it's like to die. This artist created an exhibit called Passing Electrical Storms, which guides participants through a simulated de-escalation of life from cardiac arrest to brain death. You're asked to lie down on a fake hospital bed and hooked up to a heart rate monitor. And apparently the simulation can be so unsettling that there are staff on hand to, quote, pull you out if it gets too uncomfortable. So what do they do? And what they've done is gathered information from all sorts of people all over the world who have described their near-death experience. Right. Right? People taking... Are talking about you know they've experienced um, they're they're seeing themselves from like hovering over their bodies, uh, seeing themselves in meadows or just what it's like to slip away, seeing a light, and then maybe coming back after a while. And one person who went to the art exhibit uh, posted this on TikTok. You can see how people were saying cause anxiety and panic, definitely borderlines that. Um, they do put your finger on a heart rate monitor and they tell you to raise your hand if you've had enough or you want to quit. 
Um, what happens is you're laying down, the bed vibrates, uh, you flatline, doctors come over the top of you, you can see yourself in the goggles and um, they try to revive you, uh, it doesn't work, then you float up, out past them into space and yeah, it keeps going but I won't spoil it all. Dumb. And in the video you see this room with like, I think it was like six or seven people laying on the the hospital beds and like mm-hmm. other people walking around monitoring and they're hooked up to stuff and they got the VR goggles on and everything. But that they're not actually doing anything physically to you. No, they, no, 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 no. They're you're just not feeling pain. You're, like no. you're not actually in some sort of distress where no. they... I think oh. it's just, uh, I just think it uh, like... It just messes with your mind, right? Does as it though? Most, like if you're floating up, really? Like, as most, as most VR man, you don't see people like wearing them VR things and they're trying to walk across a plank. No, no, no. But I understand. I would be like, oh my god, I'm floating. But I would never be like, oh my god, I'm dead. Like I'm. Come on. But well, nobody's saying that you're dead. No, but it's what's it's the experience. It's the experience, right? Based on what they've. The information they've gathered, right? But from how other would that, people. right? But I don't understand. I, I think that you would have to be like an extremely weak-minded person to have that bother you, where you would be like, it's too much. Like I oh, think if it was VR and you're yeah. in a coffin and feeling the coffin go down or something, that's different than floating to f- heaven. Yeah, like I think that I'm you would. I think for the heaven. people that like are getting, you know. Pulled out? Pulled out? Like, <laughs> come on. Come on. Well, people are into it. It's this art exhibit I'm not, yeah. in Australia, right? Art I mean, lovers. I tried. It's like a once-in-a-life-time art opportunity. Art, you know, art lovers, right? What are oh, you saying? Never, they Like, oh, just everything is so beautiful, right? They no, give it's, in. Uh, yeah, it's, they give in to the experience. Yeah, of course. They, you have to. I think in order for something like that, like, this is only good for the perfect type of person. Yeah. Right, like you have like, to be in that environment, understand what's going on, and give in to yes. what that whatever that thing you, is. Yes, you, right? you the have VR to be death experience, hundred percent. Where right? you're like, I want to experience this very specific thing, as opposed to taking somebody who you know goes in with no preconceived notions, right. or somebody who goes in who has no interest in experiencing that. This isn't something that's going to transform somebody who is a skeptic or somebody who like you're just floating like it's it's basic vr like i understand the roller coaster vr or when you're on the vr and they make you walk across like a super tall plank and you see grannies on tiktok falling (laughs) right and taking out and taking out the tv with them like i understand i I understand that's the boxing one the old uncles boxing and knocking themselves out come on (laughs) i love like i can watch people in their living rooms breaking stuff on vr like All day. It's the funniest thing. (laughs) Right? Like, you know where you are, right? Uh But but I don't see this as being so, like, encompassing where you... Because you're not a participant in it, right? No, you're you're just... just, Yeah. Again, to your point, like, you have to be there with the mindset in the environment... Yeah. Right. Ain't nobody out there being like, oh, I wonder what it's like to get a cardiac arrest. No. Now, if if it was a if this was like a we're going to teach you what it's like to die. And, you know, they put the VR goggles in and somebody breaks in the room and tries to murder you and you have to keep running. Oh, no, 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 I don't need to end up on TikTok running into a wall that way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I started watching the coolest show last night, man. Oh, hit us. It's called Beef. Oh, 
Who's in that? I just saw an ad pop up for that. Ali Wong on and uh, Stephen Yen. That's it's uh, the same company that did um, Everything Everywhere All at Once and like mm. all the other coolest movies that have. So it's a show out. or it's a movie? It's a show. Okay, and what's Net- it about? Netflix. It is about two people living in Los Angeles who are sort of at a crossroads in their own lives mm-hmm. who, after a sort of chance encounter in a parking lot at a big box store, start feuding. What? Over a road rage incident. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm into it. And it is like when you say dark comedy, like uh-huh. I know dark comedy is sort of like a, an umbrella term for things. Like this is a dark comedy. Like really? it's funny as hell, but the dark parts are dark. It's so... Like disturbing dark? No, not disturbing dark, but like emotionally disturbing dark. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because you have to have like Like they why, really mess with each other? Like no, no, they they it's it's sort of like it's what they're going on in their in their own lives, like what they have going on in their own lives for why they were so susceptible to a road rage incident. Oh, so you understand the trigger. You do, and it's sort of heartbreaking for both of them, but the yeah. like it is like it's so crazy good this show and yeah. the writing is like out of this world good. Yeah. It's it may be like I would say well over a year, there has not been a show on television that's this good. Beef on Netflix. It's called Beef. Yeah, and I don't know when it comes out. It comes out in like soon. Oh, because you still got special Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes out soon, early. though. It comes out soon. Yeah, I saw. I didn't watch the uh, the trailer yet, but like, I saw it popped up on, uh, on my When uh, does it drop? Here. It looks like it says Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Yeah, sick. there you go. Yeah, but oh my God. Like, it is beyond. Like, I watched the first two episodes, uh-huh. and it is Long so, episodes? Yeah, they're like, yeah, I think like 40 minutes or something like oh, okay. that. Like somewhere full, around there. Full show. But it is so good. It's like the pettiness. And you know me and pettiness. Oh, I love. Oh, they might as well have just called oh, the show Petty. Oh, I love. I love pettiness. But it's two strangers who wind up hating each other before they even know who the other person is. It's like that kind of like road rage slash like imagine somebody where like you're just at the wrong time at the wrong day in the wrong headspace and somebody wrongs you in a parking lot. Imagine the extreme that you would take that sort of rage in life and not just that day. I mean multiple days where you focus your entire life to... Wow. No wonder you like this. Bro, I'm telling <laughs> this you. This is you right there. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my God. Hello. You good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Well, okay. kind <laughs> of. Having a rough day, huh? Uh, just a bit. Yeah. Uh, you texted, shouldn't have shared the lamb chops with Bear. However small, because Vomit McVomit puked in his crate. FFS. Damn. Um, yeah, and I'm, I was just starting to clean it up, and it's disgusting. Okay, uh, so wait a second. So the dog's name is Bear? The dog's name is Bear, Okay, yeah. not the child's name. No, not the child's okay. name. No, that would be, uh, yeah, that would be a bit easier, but no, because he's 15. But the, the dog is... Um, a three-year-old German Shepherd uh-huh. who likes to steal lamb chops on a Sunday. Okay, so you had lamb chops last night. The dog stole them, and then the dog barfed them all up, and that's how you start your day. 
And that's how I'm starting my day. And today's my day off. So joyful. Oh, no. So, yeah. so when, when normally when you, when a dog throws up, right, you're sort of used to it. It's like dog food, right? Sure. Like you sort of get desensitized to it a little bit. Uh, when it's lamb chops, what makes it different from regular vomit? Um, it's quite, <laughs> this is gross. And Well, I haven't eaten yet, so I can probably describe it. It's um, very yellow and lumpy. Oh, oh, oh like Maury. Maury, Maury's hear. How did you not hear that? I was oh, editing some. Oh, my God. Pay attention to the show. <laughs> I just, um, I, know, oh, I know. I crushed. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. um, so you're 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 tidying up a uh, yellow lumpy um, vomit. Oh, yeah. Okay, and and oh, it, who are you meaning to text, by the way? Yeah. Because you accidentally texted um, us. My husband, because oh. I I was uh, I usually the last text is to him, but it was to you, and then I just automatically was like vomit vomit face again because the same thing happened. Last Monday when we had roast beef on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So clearly, like, my bear is not allowed um, anywhere near the Sunday roasts anymore or Sunday barbecue. No, but you're the one. You are the one. You or your husband are the ones that are taking the food from the plate that's on the table and, like, sharing it with bear. Yeah, can we blame my husband on that one, though? Sure. (laughs) Sure. All right. What were you planning on doing with your day off other than, like, cleaning up dog puke? Well, I have a nice massage at 12 o'clock and I was going to do a bit of cleaning. So, you know, I can look forward to that at least. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, well, good luck with everything. By the way, what did, what's your what's your tools of choice? Like, is it a spatula? Is it just paper towel? Oh. Like, what do you... Well, okay, well, that's the worst thing about it. So it's in his, we have an extra large crate. So yeah. he was in his crate. So I have to unclip the crate and pull out the... Um, oh. But that's fine. I can pull it out and it can stay horizontal. But the, the patio <laughs> door's not quite wide enough, so I have to quickly tip it to get it outside uh-huh. to hose it down without, you know, it's a game. It's, you know. Yeah, like, sure is. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of that's what she says in that <laughs> sentence, lady. <laughs> Yo, I feel your pain, too, because with our uh, dogs, both of them, especially the little one, Leo, uh, when he throws up, when he was in his crate, we did the exact same dance where you had to unclip it carefully oh. and make sure you pull the the, bottom, the base mess. of the crate out and oh, not get any of the, the drippage from the Whoa. puke. Whoa. To fall on the ground, Whoa. I feel you. I feel you. Whoa. My husband has somehow, tra- my husband has somehow trained our dog Andy to tell us when he's going to barf. Really? Look oh. at that. And he'll go. Matthew will say, "Andy, are you going to throw up? Mm-hmm. Are you going to throw up?" And he looks at him and does some sort of thing, and then Matthew knows when he's going to barf. But is that because the dog's already doing something? No, like he knows before noise? he starts making that weird sound. Oh, wow. it's fascinating. Wow, he runs a tight household. That guy, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, come and clean it up if you like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that your day is starting off like this, but at least you have something wonderful to look forward to with your massage later. Oh, my God. Thank you. I can't believe what you guys call me. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Thank you, you too. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.